Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. Paul certainly did not have what anybody would call an easy life, but he did have a richly fruitful life, an eternally impactful life. I think about that. I try to think about this a lot. I'll be honest with you. The fact that, okay, maybe, maybe you have a really, really hard life. You may have a really tough life. Maybe things just haven't gone your way your whole life. In today's message, Pastor Robert will share that that may be a sign that God is challenging you or using you to show His light in spite of what you may be facing day to day. The way you handle your battles shows people Jesus through you. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Romans chapter 15 as he continues his message, Redirection and Resilience. He redirected the Apostle Paul and he will redirect you. He wants you to be in the center of his will more than you want to be in the center of his will. But you have to be You have to have your plan submitted, you know, make your plans, use your brain, but then hold them like that before the Lord, because he, he will, he will change things. Romans 15 continues at verse 23, but now no longer having a place in these parts and having a great desire these many years to come to you. Whenever I journey to Spain, I shall come to you. So Paul really wanted to visit the Christians in Rome and he made a plan. He was going to go to Spain. He was going to go through Rome and, and, and ask them for support. And, but his plans got radically changed. We know from the book of Acts that Paul got arrested in Jerusalem when he, he, he went to Jerusalem with this offering for the churches, but he, he ended up getting arrested and he spent more than two years in prison in Caesarea before finally the Roman governor, actually the second Roman governor, Felix arrested him, Festus, then sent him because Paul appealed to Caesar and he was sent under guard to stand trial before Nero. Point number two, God's plans for you are always better than your dreams. God's plans for you are always going to be better than your desires, but they will also often involve pain and hardship. And there's a reason for that. You know, Paul wrote a letter to the elders in Philippi while he was in prison in Rome. And he said this in his concluding remarks. In in Philippians 4.21, he says, Greet every saint in Christ Jesus. The brethren who are with me greet you. 
All the saints greet you, but especially those who are of Caesar's household. Now think about that. If you read between the lines right there, the Bible is telling us that Paul had been given the incredible privilege, the opportunity of ministering to, possibly leading to the Lord, some of the most powerful and influential people in the Roman Empire, the members of Caesar's own household. His most trusted servants, slaves, guards, whatever, we don't, we don't know who all was involved, but we do know that Paul was used mightily, mightily. God used Paul to systematically develop and write down for us most of the New Testament scriptures. And most of that happened while he was in prison somewhere, either in Rome or, or, or in Caesarea or somewhere else. God gave him a lot of time to write, a lot of time to dictate his letters to the churches, his teachings. The Apostle Paul certainly did not have what anybody would call an easy life, but he did have a richly fruitful life, an eternally impactful life. I think about that. I try to think about this a lot. I'll be honest with you. The fact that, okay, maybe, maybe you have a really, really hard life. We don't know exactly how old the Apostle Paul was when he became a Christian, but Let's just say for the sake of argument that he was 30. And then he lived another 30 or 40 years going from prison to prison to prison, from hardship to hardship to hardship. Well, that was 2,000 years ago. So for the last 2,000 years ago, he's been living it up. Do you understand what I'm saying? For the last 2,000 years, he's been enjoying the fruits of his labor, the reward of his ministry. You know, we usually think we've missed God's will somehow when we encounter trials and tragedies and hardships, but the truth is God often uses trials and tragedies and hardships to grow us and develop us and to 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 bless us with eternal treasures. So the key for us to to actually live the dream that God has for us and bear the lasting fruit that he intends to give us is to embrace the struggle. And to recognize what the Tamar Chip song says, the, the, the writer, her, her name is Tamar Chip. The song is, The Detour is the Road. It's a great song, by the way, contemporary Christian. It's, it's on my gym playlist. The Detour is the Road. 2 Corinthians eleven twenty four through 28, the Apostle Paul describes some of what God blessed him with. He says, from the Jews, five times I received 40 stripes minus one. Remember, 40 stripes was considered a death sentence. So they would back it off. They'd beat you to the point of death. Five times they did that to him. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. Now again, I mean, would you have gotten on that third boat? Twice you get on a ship, you're going... and. and I don't think I would have gotten on the boat the third time. Well, maybe I would if I, just, if I knew it was God. Three times he was shipwrecked. He spent a night and a day floating around on a log or something, he says. A night and a, and a day in the deep. In journeys often in perils, perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, in perils of the Gentiles, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren. In weariness and toil, in sleeplessness often, in hunger and thirst, 
in fastings, often in cold and nakedness. Besides the other things, what comes upon me daily, my deep concern for all the churches. He's like, every day. You know, I mean, the, the way we would word this, I, I think, is Paul lost sleep over the, all these churches that he had been a part of planting around that part of the world. He, all of the conflicts and the confusion and the false teachers and the wolves that came in among them and all of the different things that they were going through, he took it personally as he prayed for them. It was something that kept him awake at night. You know, in the, in the book of Job, we see God actually giving Satan permission to kill Job's children. I mean, think about that. The Bible tells us clearly it's, it's laid out. And again, there are those who want us to dismiss that, but don't dismiss it. It's in black and white in the Bible. God gave to the devil permission to destroy Job's business and kill his children. How could that be? I remember as a young Christian being so confused. And then we see at the end of the book, it says he repaid Joe double for everything. And I'm like, wait a minute, how do you, you can't repay a man for his children? You killed his children. But we forget that physical death is not final. It's not final. Job has been with those children, I believe, for the last 4,000 years or more. So he didn't lose them, they just got moved. You with me? Well, he got separated from them for a little while. But he's been with them now for millennia. Peter, God gave Satan permission to, according to Jesus, sift Peter like wheat. Why would he do that? Listen to me carefully. To bless Peter. To bless him with strength and depth and conviction and stability. Peter was totally unstable and unpredictable. But not after God used Satan for the purpose of growing him up. glad you tuned in to today's teaching from Main Thing Radio. We're currently in the book of Romans, and there's more to learn next time. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again, or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is up for today, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy will try to resist it from spreading. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their hearts? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. 
Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's Word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David. And thank you for joining us today here on Main Thing Radio. 